0: I'm your host, Father Keith Brown, also known as The Bye Guy, and my mission in life, as well as the mission of this podcast, is to help my LGBTQIA Christian family heal their church trauma, create healthy and happy relationships, and construct authentic and affirming faith if they desire. So if that's you, guess what? You're in the right place. You are truly welcome here, I promise. Now, a couple disclaimers, if I may. Number one, the views expressed in this program are either the views of myself or my guests, and they should be considered as such. Number two, I am not a licensed therapist, nor am I a medical professional. So if you need either of those services, please do consult a licensed professional. Otherwise, grab a cup of coffee, have a seat at my table, and let's chat on this episode of Coffee with Keith. Hello, my friend. Welcome to Coffee with Keith. I'm Keith Brown, and I am so glad that you could join me for this Table Talks episode of the podcast. A couple things really quickly. Just want to Periodically remind you that if you want to leave me a voicemail, maybe you have a question or you have a recommendation for a subject for the podcast or whatever the qu- case may be, you can go to jkeithbrown.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and leave a voicemail that way. Those I will get, and I would love to receive those and hear what you have to say or hear your questions or any recommendations for topics, etc. Um, so take advantage of that if you can. Also, just want to keep reminding you if you are Are age forty and above, please do consider and pray about becoming part of the queer um, silver queer society. I keep saying it wrong sometimes, but it's silver queer society. And let me just quickly add here: I know a lot of people that are of my age group may still struggle with the word queer, and I hit that. And um, to be honest with you, my wife does. I mean, it's not a—it's not one of her favorite words because when we were growing up, it was a word that was used very derogatory toward people who are part of the community. So, you know, we carry a little of that baggage. And if that's you, I get it. And and I just want you to hear my heart on this. Um, the only reason that I chose this word is because it's just, it's an umbrella term that the community has basically taken ownership of of is a term that is very common these days, uh, even in theological circles, to talk about people of part of the community as we deal with faith and stuff there's a there's the expression of queer theology so it's it's a very common vernacular within the community now and it's truly just an easier way to say it than you know going through all the letters for instance in a title so that's sort of why it is but i just want to he- you to hear from my heart that i realize that for some of us who are older there still might be a little baggage with the word so please don't get hung up on that it is basically just an Umbrella description. If you are 40 and above, and you are any letter on the alphabet when it comes to the queer community, then I would love for you to consider being a founding member to this group. I promise you, I'm going to pour a lot of time and energy and focus into this. I believe in it. It's something I want to do. I want to develop this community. I want to build relationships for people in this age group. And I think it's something we need to do. And here's the thing I truly believe. That, you know, people of different generations think differently. And I believe that those of us who are older sometimes approach life and approach the um, the queer experience differently i think that we think about things differently say than do gen z's or early millennials etc so therefore i think that we need to have a place that we can share in common so that was sort of the thinking so i just wanted to keep reminding you of that because it is so affordable right now for founding members um, it's just to hopefully you know cover the overhead and 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 try to a little bit um value my time in it so it's it's very affordable, but it's something I truly believe in and I want you to truly consider being a part of it. So check it out. The link is in the show notes. If you have any questions, just reach out and I'll answer them for you. Okay. Uh, enough of that. Let's move on to the subject at hand today. And uh, honestly, this is sort of a part two to an episode I did, eh, I think it was like two or three weeks ago. Okay. So I, I'm really not sure. I, I'm i sorry. I confess I should have looked that up, um, but I didn't. So let me just tell you a couple of weeks ago I did a table talks and I talked about people pleasing and I and I confess to you that for a lot of my life I was an A plus people pleaser. I made a lot of the decisions I made in life based on what I thought other people expected of me. I wanted so badly to, to make people happy. I wanted to make people proud. I wanted to be a person that, you know, that lived up to everybody's expectations, that was a person that was trustworthy and didn't disappoint and all these things. And I soon realized that, um, you know, I could never make everybody happy and, you know, even though I tried to do things the way people expected me to, they would still find fault in what I did. It's just human nature. So um, I learned a lot of lessons and I am much better at that now. And I, and I talked all about that in that people-pleasing episode. But I want to do a part two because I think it's important that we keep something in mind. I do believe that we have a responsibility to love ourselves enough to ask ourselves, what do I want? What is important to me? What is beneficial to me? What will bless me? What will give me my best life possible? I think we have a legitimate responsibility and the privilege to do that. I think that that's a right we have as human beings. But let me also add on that a little flip side of the coin. I don't want us to get the idea that we are always going to put ourselves first. I think that there has to be somewhat of a balance. Now, I think it's been traditionally skewed in the community. I would think a lot of times people are heavy people-pleasers. So if it's if it's out of balance, it's most often, I think, people who have spent their lives trying to be what other people expected, to try to be a, a role that people wanted us to be. So I think, if anything, it's probably more leaned in that direction. However, I believe that it is important for us to be good human beings that we also take into consider consideration what other people need in their lives and what will help other people and what will bless other people and what will help build other people up. And I think that's important, but it is a conscious effort and it is a balance that we make in relation to what is best for us as well. And sometimes in the giving to others, the doing for others, even sometimes sacrificing for others, there is a blessing to us in that. After all, Jesus said the greatest commandments, love God with all your heart, my soul, you know, everything you are. But Jesus also said to love others others as you love yourself. So we know that we do need to love ourselves. We do need to worry about what's good for us. We do need to seek out for our best benefit, but we also need to understand by loving ourselves and being the best person we can, that also allows us to be more loving toward others. That allows us to be more caring toward others. And again, I'm going to say it, there are times when we make a conscious decision to sacrifice for others. And we are sacrificing not to hurt ourselves, but we are sacrificing to bless them. And I believe when we make that conscious decision to do so, we wind up blessing ourselves, right? The the blessing comes back, even in the sacrificing. So that's a conscious decision we are making, which benefits both. And that's a good thing. All right. But here's one of the things that I want to just remind all of us about. As we try to shift our thinking and our being from being people pleasers to to more um, in line with putting ourselves at a higher position on the the worthy scale, putting us in a higher position on the, um, the rights scale. As we do that, we have to keep in mind that the world doesn't revolve around us. And our story is not the story for everybody else. That our lives are not you know, the end all to everybody else's existence. They have their own lives. They have their own stories. They have their own truths. They have their own um, desires and well-being and, and and goals and and activities and such. And they are not there to put themselves around our story. We are meant to simply Coexist and feed off of each other, and empower each other, and join our stories together. Not to give precedent to one or the other necessarily. And why do I say this? And and you know, I don't even know if I'm being clear on the way I'm communicating this. But here's here's what I'm trying to avoid. This is what I'm trying to caution. I think that sometimes people can get to this point where. They you know, blow the, 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 uh, the closet door open, they come out, they tell everybody they're going to live their most authentic life, they're going to be a champion for themselves, and all of that's good stuff. However, I have also seen people that take this to a limit that they can become very narcissistic they have been hurt so much, they then say, well, I'm not going to let anybody hurt me. I'm just going to focus on myself. I'm just going to do what I want. I'm just going to put myself as the first priority. I'm just going to be me, 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 me. And we have to be careful because even though I don't think that's a common thing, and I don't think that for most of us, we are going to do that. That's probably not even part of our DNA. There are, I think, some people who might take it to that extreme. And folks, if we go through life without any compassion for others, any, tri- any desire to serve others, and even sometimes a desire to even sacrifice for others, then I think we become a very myopic, a very selfish, and a very narcissistic person. And I don't think that's what any of us want. And I'm not trying to gaslight you or me. I'm not trying to tell us that we shouldn't be for ourselves and we shouldn't be champions of ourselves. Not at all. But I think we have to be careful not to also take the well-being of others into consideration. What I'm saying here is that life is about balance. It's about consideration. It's about thought about the well-being of ourselves and others it's a double-edged sword, so to speak. Okay. I hope that's clear. I hope that you get my heart in that. I hope that you understand what I'm trying to say. Um, but anyway, that that's just a thought I had as I was reflecting on that episode. I'm going, you know what? I probably need to just be careful and say this because I don't want to get the impression that, you know, it's all about me. It's all about me, 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 because it's not. We exist in life with others as well, and we have to be part of the community to find true love, to true compassion, to true fellowship, and ultimately true belonging. Okay, so that's my thought for the day. Um, Blessings to you. Don't forget to heal your hurts, move your mountains, and may God bless you. Bye-bye. Well, there you go, my friend, this episode of Coffee with Keith. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. Now, please stick around. One more announcement I want to give you. God bless you. See you next time.